Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. It is my heart to help you all overcome the real life challenges that you are facing, but in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host and life coach, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Ladies, we have the incredible honor of having my friend Karis Snyder on the Uncommon Teen Podcast this week. One thing that I love about Karis is Karis loves to talk to teen girls about anxiety, but she doesn't talk to them from like a standpoint that this world talks to us because this world tells us all these things that we need to do, but it's not lasting. And I love that Karis goes back to the word of God. John 8, 31 and 32 tells us that it is the truth that we know, the word of God that we know in our hearts that makes us free in every area of our life. And that is the focus of Karis's message of how she overcame anxiety and depression by the word of God and how she wants to help you overcome as well. There is hope. There is freedom, ladies. You are going to absolutely love the message that Karis is going to share with us this week. Karis, I am so excited to have you back on the Uncommon Team Podcast. It has been so long, and I love getting to see what God has been doing in your life since, well, since the last time you were on. <laughs> I know, that's what we were just talking about, how long it's been, but I am, I love your podcast, so I am grateful to be back here with you and just to talk and to encourage these teen girls. Yeah, I'm so excited. I love the message that you have to share too. It is so powerful. So ladies, you're in for a treat. All right. So before we get started, I always love to ask just a couple questions so that these girls can get to know you a little bit better. The first one is, tell me something fun about yourself that not very many people know. I'm thinking of a couple of things here. I eat most of my food plain like no syrup on my pancakes, no ketchup on my hamburger, nothing like that. That's fun for me. That's a fun fact. But my husband used that fact, girls, when he introduced me to his parents, the first thing he said was, she eats no syrup on her pancakes. And I was like, really? I, I feel like we could have led with something so much better than that. So there's that. And then also a few years ago, I had the opportunity to, to sing in front of a crowd of almost 10,000 people. I was in like a little talent show and out of 200, I made it to the top 10. So that was a pretty cool moment. That's really awesome. And I know the last time that you were on, you actually shared the story of what happened during that. Oh, that yeah. So ladies, you're gonna have to go back and listen to her first episode to yes, hear just, what actually happened. Cause that, that was really funny. <laughs> yes. That was looking back. It was funny in that moment. Girls just go listen. You'll, you'll understand. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right. Is there a verse that is speaking to you right now? It's one that I've included in a lot of my books, including the, the teen devotional coming out, but Psalms 94, 19, and it says, when anxiety is great within me, your consolation brought me joy. And that word consolation is just another word for his comfort. So knowing that when that anxiety feels great, 
I don't have to run from him. He actually wants me to run to him and he will comfort me in that moment. And I think that that has just helped me so much in my perspective, in my walk with my faith and mental health to know that I can always go to God. We can always run to him when we feel those big emotions or those thoughts or anxieties and his comfort will always bring us joy. John 8, 31 and 32, it's the truth that we know that makes us free. And running to God is what where that real freedom is. And so, yeah, I love that. Yeah. All right. So will you share with us a little bit about your story? So where were you before you decided I'm going all in with Jesus? What led you to that decision? And then where are you today? Like what has God done in your life since making that decision? I really like this question. You know, you and I were talking a little bit about this. For me, and, and some of these girls are going to be able to relate to this, I grew up in a Christian home. My mom and dad took me and my my twin brother, my older brother and I, we were always in church. I came to follow Jesus, to make him the Lord and Savior of my life as a young child when I was eight years old. But you know, as a child, you're learning about your faith, right? Like Even if you're growing up in church, you, you lean a lot on your parents, how they teach you, what they're going to help you through. And I think for me, where I really was like, okay, this is it. I'm all in. I know that God loves me, that he is with me in the good and the hard and in the messy. I think it was when I was probably in my late 20s to about 30, a year when I was 30 years old. And that's when I really found myself in a, in a struggle with anxiety and depression. I was hiding it. I was a master of the mask. I mean, no one knew what I was dealing with, what I was struggling with, because I thought that if they knew that I was having a struggle, that I was failing, that I wasn't perfect, that they would not want to be my friend anymore, that they would reject me. I thought in some weird way that even God would be like, oh, wait, you're not perfect. I can't use you as if he didn't already know that. But I had that misconstrued idea in my head. And so going through that battle and just feeling hopeless, worthless, useless, and purposeless. And I hit the bottom of the bottom, Jamie, like I thought that I wasn't needed here on this earth that everyone would be better off without me. And then during that time, I was serving in church. I was a mom. I was a business owner. Everything, again, looked great, but I was really struggling. And it was like God whispered. I still remember. I mean, that was almost 13 years ago, but it was like he whispered to me to look up, look up. It was like I could hear his voice. And when I looked up, I wasn't alone. There were helpers there. He didn't leave me. He didn't point a finger of shame at me and say, look what you've done. He pulled me in and he began to heal and restore me. And that's when I really was all in because I realized, okay, no one gave me that idea that I had to be perfect, that I had to have it all together. I just kind of feel like in some ways the enemy planted that idea early on in my head as a teenager. I thought I had to be top of my class. I thought I had to have it all together. So I was putting all that pressure on myself. So getting through the mess and realizing God doesn't leave us in the mess, he actually makes us there in a much bigger way. That's where I was all in. And I wanted from that point, begin to just share his hope, to share his message in a way to share God's love for us, how he did send Jesus to die on the cross for us and that whoever believes will not perish, but have everlasting life. But to take that message and help people see, hey, faith and mental health go together. They're not separate. They are one in the same. And God cares about that. He's given us his word to help us combat that in some healthy ways. And I think from there, I've just been all in. If it helps one, one girl, one woman, one teenage girl in taking care of their mental health and growing in their faith with him, we know what his word says. He uses everything for good and he's not going to waste anything. So I think now where I am, how he's taken all of that, he has allowed me to write books. He's allowed me to speak across the country at schools and churches. 
and to just share that message, to share the story that he's writing in my life, but to now share some skills to give those of all generations of all ages to know that there are healthy ways to respond if they feel anxious or or depressed or whatever they might be dealing with. I love that. I think that's so incredible. And I had a girl reach out to me a couple weeks ago and she's not a Christian, but she's thinking about giving her life to the Lord, but she's like, I'm really at my lowest of lows. Like, I don't even think that I can give my life to the Lord right now. I don't think it'd be a good time. And I'm like, no, now's the best time. Like, this is when to go all in with God, because I've been there. I've been in the place where just deep depression. And that's when I found God. And I was like, I'm so glad that he just took me in and loves me like you were sharing. Oh, God is so good. <laughs> he is so he good. Is so good. I know you wrote a book for teens not too long ago. Yes. Now you have a devotional coming out. Yes. Can you share with us a little bit about this devotional? I will. And it's the Anxiety Elephants for Teens. It's a 90-day devotional to help teenagers, our 13 to 18-year-olds, deal with that anxiety that they feel. That anxiety, maybe they feel anxious about tests. Maybe they feel anxious about friendships. Uh, Maybe they feel anxious about becoming a driver. I have a 15-year-old right now. Like we are, like we're in the thick of it on that aspect of it. And then we have our older teens who they're having to make decisions about college, life, you know, and and we know now that our girls are bombarded with confusion and doubts on who they are, who their identity is, you know, were they a mistake? Did God, you know, really say these truthful things about them too? And so this devotional is really to help them to see how God loves them, how he wants to help them in all things where that anxiety comes. If it's in their thoughts, their their feelings, you know, whatever it might be to know that that's not just for God to help adults through. Like, oh, when you're an adult, then he will help you. No, it is right now. He wants to help you right now learn how to combat those lies of the enemy and put more tools in your tool belt. Because I know right now, you know, anxiety is the number one mental health struggle for them. So if we can give them skills grounded in biblical truth, I just think to myself, how much further could they be, you know, than you and I when they are our age, if they know how to respond and know that God is for them in that moment and not against them. So good. And you're right. I mean, that's probably the number one thing I hear with any of the girls that I coach is like that anxiety is just mm-hmm. it's so big and it's so mounting. And there's, I don't know, I was telling people, I'm like, you know, when I was a teen, it was tough. It was really tough. I can't even imagine being a teen today. I just can't. Like it's so much harder today than it ever was when I was a kid. And it was tough when I was a kid. And so like, I just, my heart goes out to all of these teen girls and what it is that they're walking through. And so I love that you created a resource for them. Yeah. You know, I think about it, you know, the pressure that they deal with, the pressure to make decisions, the pressure from social media, the inward pressure that they feel themselves, or and then you got the external pressures that they get. I'm sure you saw a year ago, the CDC came out with some results from a self-reporting study that had teenage girls report, and it was three out of five of them reported that they felt persistently sad or hopeless. Three out of five. And out of those that reported, it was 57% of those girls feeling that way all the time. And it was the highest level of increase with that in a decade, 10 years. I'm just like, goodness, you know, we don't always see what they deal with because they, like many of us, they know how to, to, they think they have to deal with it alone. They think they have to, to say, oh, I'm good. I'm fine. They don't know that it's okay to not be okay to say, I'm not fine. Like they're not going to get in trouble for that. That's an okay place to be. And there are ways to get through that. And so just to know what they lay down with at night, 
those burdens that they carry probably do feel heavy like an elephant. But I'm grateful for the opportunity that God brought about to just provide a resource, to just say, hey, you're not alone. God is not mad at you. And there is hope. Yeah, I so love that. Now, I know that God has placed a message on your heart for these girls. I would love for you to share that message with them, because I know it's along the lines of what we've already been talking about. Yeah. So, you know, like we've already been talking about for these girls with anxiety right now, it is hard and it is heavy. And I thought back to when I was a senior in high school, and I'll never forget, my twin brother was driving us to school and he hit a bump in the road and my orange juice went everywhere. I spilt it everywhere, all over my clothes. I thought the world was going to end. Like it was just not good. It was a disaster. He got out of the car, went to school and I went back home And uh, my mom was there waiting. She wasn't sure, you know, what was going on. I just cried because I was feeling that pressure and the weight of the world just pushed me down so far. It took orange juice to break me like I was falling apart. And my mom met with me there and just tried to encourage me. But I'll never forget my older brother came. Hey, he said, come on, let's go. We're going to go get in a car. So we just started driving around. I lived in a small town then. So there wasn't much to ride around. If any of you live in a small town, you might can relate to that as well. And he just let me talk to him and share. And then after he listened, he just began to encourage me with God's word. And I remember that moment. And that was something that I was able to hold on to. For when I did become an adult and that anxiety was so heavy within me, and I can remember, you know, as an adult, some symptoms that I would feel of that anxiety where my heart would just race in my chest. And I would feel like at any moment that I might pass out, I would feel nauseous or I would feel dizzy. Also for me with the anxiety that I dealt with, it was hard to sleep at night. I don't know if some of you might struggle with that too, but my thoughts would just be racing those Those what if thoughts, you know, what if I make the wrong decision? What if I lose my friends? What if I let my parents down? What if I let God down? You know, what if I'm a failure? All those what ifs. And I can remember even in some of those moments thinking that anxiety and depression, maybe they're not real. Maybe it's just people feeling sorry for themselves. And and I realize even now how wrong I was about that. And so I, I and I'm sure I said this in our, our last episode, but I think it's so important that if that has ever been said to you that what you're dealing with is not real, I, I am so sorry because it is very real. Your struggle is very real. That is not of God. God does not see you that way. He doesn't think you are making that up. That is a very real struggle. And so I had to fight through some of that as well. One of the things that helped me as I started dealing with that anxiety was talking to safe people in my life where I didn't have to wear the I'm fine mask or I have it all together. I could just be real. And as I was that, um, it was really interesting because some of my friends would kind of meet me in that place and they would say, you struggle too. And I'm like, yeah, girls, if you're struggling, your friends probably are too. And Galatians 6.2 says that we are to bear one another's burdens. So you can bear each other's burdens, but find those adults that God has put in your life to help you through those situations, through that anxiety, those safe adults. And a few other things that God helped me with, and I share more in the book, but journaling is so important and it's so powerful. It helps you to just write out those words, those negative things that you are feeling with anxiety. So what are you speaking over yourself every day that is not of God, that is not true, that is a lie? So we want to uproot those lies, those negative thoughts. And journaling helps us do that by getting them out and then replace it with truth. What does God's word say about who you are, how he has created you with a purpose that you are his workmanship 
created to do great things. So we want to journal. We want to replace with good things. We like to use post-it notes in our house. We put post-it notes all over the bathroom mirror. So put those post-it notes up, even in your car, to remind you of what God's Word says. And sometimes you're going to have to say, I don't believe this, God, but help my unbelief. And use gratitude. You can express gratitude every morning you get up and every night when you go to bed to pray continually and to give thanks to God in all circumstances. Because when you practice that, anxiety can't be there too. Your brain cannot scientifically be thankful and anxious at the same time. So as you are using that tool, looking for good things, finding that one thing that you can see, it's going to help you shift your perspective and see, okay, here God is with me. Here is his goodness. He is faithful, even in the mess, even in the hard. And I think if you can just take just those few things right there, that is going to help you when that anxiety may feel great to know, okay, God is with me, not alone. Here are some things that I can practice on a daily, regular basis. Here are some safe adults that I can come to. And it goes back to that verse again, Psalms 94, 19, to know that you can also go to God, that he will be there with you. He is not going to leave you alone in that situation. And he's going to use it for good. And what I love for that is that he's going to be able to use many of your stories to help other young girls. Maybe you're going to be like Jamie out one day and you're going to be sitting across from someone sharing your story and it's going to affect other teenage girls. So know that it's not going to be wasted what you are dealing with or struggling with right now, that God is going to use it in a way beyond what you can think or imagine. But I truly just want you to know that God is not mad at you. He loves you. He has a great purpose for your life that no one else can do. So look up today. That's what he wants you to do. He wants you to look up, ask for help, let him help you use these skills and begin to move one day, one step at a time. And know when you get to the other side, when you begin to walk in victory, it is going to be a beautiful thing. Yeah. I so love that. Following up with what you were just sharing, you know, how do they find that trusted adult? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I will say number one, who not the trusted adults are, they're not the people on social media that you think you might know. I will never forget a couple years ago, I was at a high school and this exact question was brought up and a girl spoke to me afterwards and said that she was only able to talk to one person on social media and it was a, a male, but that he would never tell her who he really was. And so we were trying to work through some of that just to kind of help her to see that, first of all, a trusted adult needs to be someone that you can see face to face. And it's going to take a little bit of time for you to really find who you can trust. It's not that you're supposed to just know right off the bat, oh, this is going to be one, but they're going to be, be ones that they may say to you um, what you're going through. That is real. Anxiety is very real. So that's going to be something that you may recognize. For many of us, it's going to be hopefully the youth pastors in your life. Uh, maybe it's a pastor at a church that you uh, or a woman that helps within your youth group or that comes to your school and just ask you, hey, how are you? How are you doing? Those who are really kind of interested in what's going on in your life, you're going to kind of know through that. And I think as well, school counselors are there to help you, not just when you're going through something really, really big, but with anything, kind of knowing that, knowing if they are asking questions, if they are, you know, not trying to take over and become like in control of your life, but really just wanting to listen and hear about you, um, you know, those those youth pastors, youth ministers in your life. I think that can be helpful as well. And again, it's not on a screen through a social media app, through Instagram, uh, TikTok, Snapchat. I know sometimes that they appear safe and they say things to pull you in, but most of the time they're not really who you think they are. I think that somebody needs to know that. 
you're right. It's like, we really have to be cautious who we trust, but when you're face to face and you have that person just pouring into you and just really encouraging you as you're walking on the journey, it's, it really does make an impact in just such a, an amazing way. Yeah. And even as you were uh, talking, it just popped in my head. I've had several teens tell me that their grandparents are the trusted adult for them, that their grandparent will listen in a way that parents might not necessarily listen. Like parents may try to fix it or just kind of dismiss it. That is so great. Yeah. Yeah, And really just praying about it, I think is huge. God, who do you want me to talk to? Show me who it is that you want me to talk to. And then watch those people around you. You know, like if they're at church, you know, does this person have a strong walk with God? Are they encouraging to others? Like those are really huge things because we can go to somebody who we think is really awesome or really cool or like everybody loves them. But they may not always be the best <laughs> best person right. to, to look to. So you got to make sure that they love God and that they are, yeah. have your best interest in mind too. So Yeah, that's so good. That's so powerful. Yeah. So can you share a little bit more about this devotional and how it's different than like maybe other devotionals that are on the market right now talking about anxiety? And thank you for asking that question. God has just reminded me of that. He was first to say, hey, here's how you can help your mental health. Here's how you can take care of it and grow in it. And and he does it in such a way where he does give us scripture. And so what you're going to find in this devotional, again, it's a 90 day devotional. There's going to be one scripture for you to read kind of each day. And there's going to be text in there that goes with the scripture. It may be from my experience as a teenager, or just, you know, anyone's kind of random experience that you might read in there. But then at the end of it, it gives you an action step. So how do I take God's word and apply it to the anxiety that I might be feeling, the anxious thoughts, the anxious feelings, because then he, what he does for us is he gives us practical ways to take action. And I think that's so important. You know, we can bring awareness and we can talk about how we feel and what we're dealing with, but if we don't move forward, how are we going to respond differently? Because that's the good news. Anxiety doesn't have to control you. It doesn't get to be the boss of who you are. And so that's the good news that God gives us there, that we can be equipped in how to respond to it. So it doesn't, take from our life anymore. So you're going to find that, that you're going to get an action step and how to respond to it. There is a prayer, like a small prayer that you can pray as well. And we just talked about journaling. There's going to be a journaling spot for you to journal. What did God show you? What are some things that you're struggling with? Do you have some sin you need to confess? Do you have some action steps that you want to work on that day? And, you know, by the end of the 90 days, you're going to be equipped. And and my belief and my hope is, is that you're going to see how God is with you through that, how we're going to see, hey, faith and mental health do go together. Those things get to come together and we get to be as the church, the voice in that, helping this younger generation, knowing who they are in him, how to fight that battle. Karis, how can they connect with you? How can they find this devotional and and also your other book? Because you have a yeah. book too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can uh, connect with me on, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, at Kara Snyder, C-A-R-I-S-S-N-I-D-E-R. And then my website is my name as well, karissnyder.com, C-A-R-I-S-S-N-I-D-E-R.com. And you can see all my books there. I can't wait for them to get this. I'm so thankful, Karis, to have you on. Again, like I said, you know, a lot of times we talk about anxiety. It's a lot of stuff that really isn't biblical that we hear, like action steps that we take. And, you know, it might work for a little bit, but it doesn't work long term. And so I just absolutely love having you on. It's just an honor just to have you as a part of the Uncommon Team podcast. Well, I love being here and I love what you're doing, Jamie. So thanks for having me. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. Now, I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. 
I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever? What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot. Well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to UncommonTeen.com and grab your tickets today.